0: So guys, have you ever thought about the impact of fire? Men are drawn to bonfires and readily gather around it. Today, we will discuss how to use a fire pit and stories about fire to draw men into discipleship and Bible study on this special episode of the Noble Man Podcast. Hi guys, and welcome to a special episode of the Noble Man Podcast. We're going to be talking about a resource developed by noble warriors here in the last few months that we call Meet Me at the Fire. And so we thought we'd have some fun with this. Caden does our production with our podcasts and many of our videos. And so I've asked Caden if he would interview me about this resource that we've developed as a team for you to use to lead small groups around a fire pit in your backyard. So, Caden, welcome and You take the driver's seat now.
1: Thank you. Absolutely. It's definitely different to be in front of a microphone rather than just behind the soundboard. So it'll be fun. But yeah, we just want to have a conversation with you, Mike, about kind of the goal behind this study, uh, where we want to go with it. And so to start off, what what was the purpose behind the study? Where did it come from? What was the idea?
0: Yeah. So the big idea behind this, we have a fire pit in our backyard that we just love. We spend a lot of time back there. We watch movies. We hang out. We have friends over. We we do all kinds of things. And so that's one element. And then that I know that guys are drawn to fire. Every men's ministry guy that I talk to always talks about how men are drawn to a fire. And when, when we get men around a campfire or a bonfire or a tribal fire at some of these events. It just changes attitude, changes perspective, and men begin to open up. So that's one element. I love the fire, but I I also read a book not too long ago called Reforesting Faith, and this this guy, Matthew Sleeth, looked at every place where trees or wood are mentioned in the Bible and just made this big deal out of how consistently wood or trees are used in the Bible. And I thought about, well, what else— is consistently found in the Word of God, and one of those is fire. So I just started looking up all the passages that dealt with fire, and we ended up building this study around several of those passages. Yeah, wow.
1: So building that study out of those things in the fire, what will they find in those in those studies and in those lessons?
0: Yeah. So so as I began to read those passages, and, and quite honestly, you were instrumental in this, helping us figure out some of these passages and the context. And but what we see is that God was often using fire as a way to get people's attention or to make a statement, to represent himself in some way, to accomplish some purpose. And so it was really cool as we read those passages to try and discern why was fire a central portion of this story, and then how do we leverage that to um to disciple men to point men to the Lord to the word and to Jesus Christ so it's just been a fun evolution as we've worked through this
1: awesome so you said you said disciple men when you yeah. say disciple men in the context of this study obviously we pushed it out on teachable which a lot of people think is like a personal kind of course is this what your intention for it? is it supposed to be just one person or one-on-one or what's your what's your design for the size of this group
0: wow so that's a good question you know I I think discipleship I have a broad definition and understanding of discipleship and in my mind discipleship is any time a mature believer in makes an investment in someone to help them grow in their faith. And so this study it could be one on one. It could be just one guy. Heck quite honestly one guy could look through this by himself and be encouraged by it. But what we really have in mind probably the the win in this game would be a small group of guys maybe five or six, around a fire pit in someone's backyard or at a church or something of that nature. So it's five or six guys who can share stories, uh, they can sharpen each other, they can engage the Word, they can um, learn from each other and, and really reach a point of vulnerability as they listen and understand what God was speaking through fire, what He was trying to teach near a fire, through a fire, around a fire in His Word.
1: Yeah. So definitely the gold then is a small group. And what yeah. have you seen has been some of the uh, best benefits of being in a group, a small group around a fire? You said it's openness and vulnerability, but what are some yeah. of the other things that kind of come out of these small groups?
0: You know, it's, it's kind of funny. I'm glad you asked that question because I'm a part of a couple of groups. And like this morning, I just met with a group of guys. And part of what we were processing is just where are we in life with our kids? We're we're a group of peers, and so man, every guy needs some other men in his life that he can just process the the day to day experiences of life. And so it's been my experience that in small group settings, I've talked about career, I've talked about uh, what I'm hearing from God, I've talked about. Uh, overload and burnout. I've talked about marriage. I've talked about when do we give our kids a cell phone. I've talked about how do we teach our kids how to drive. I've talked about all kinds of things that men, most guys, quite honestly, most guys in our culture have no one to talk with about some of these issues that come up. And so really what we're trying to do with a study like this is create the environment and begin the process of having guys talk about real issues that they're dealing with with some other guys, just to kind of put out on the table, this is where I am. And man, this is, this is what's going on in my life. And, um, you know, a lot of guys are going to say, well, I don't need anybody like that. Well, you're, you're kind of foolish. You need those guys. So we want to create the environment where that can happen. And around the fire is a great place to start those types of relationships and conversations.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So now you have a group, but ultimately you need somebody to start it. Yeah. So Uh, what's in it for the leader, how do we help them, and where do they go for that?
0: Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because a big idea for us is I run into so many guys who say, you know, I would love to be part of a a group of guys. I need some men in my life. I, I can't find one. Well, my standard answer often is we'll start one. And so this whole study is designed so that someone who's never led anything like this could do it and be successful. Now, the accomplished small group leader could also be successful here and, and add his own spice and so forth to it. But we've really set this up so that the guy who wants to do something but has never done it and just wants to get started can pick this up. We've got a leader guide that's got the passages in it. It's got um, questions that you can ask. We're helping you. Ultimately, we want you, a leader, to understand how to ask great questions and keep a conversation going. But we've, we've kind of prompted that with some of our own questions, some direction about how each of these passages relates to the gospel and how to follow up with your guys. We've even put in what I would call some pro tips for small group leaders, and we deal with things like how to ask great questions, how to keep the conversation going, what to do when you don't know the answer to the question that someone's asking. I mean, that's the fear factor. Everyone's afraid that someone's going to ask a question I don't know the answer to. Well, nobody knows the answer to everything, so uh, you just have to learn to live in that tension sometimes. And so we really have designed this and developed it so that we can help someone who's never led a small group do it and be successful at it. That's a big win for us because we see the kingdom multiplying through small groups like this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. So we've set
0: all these things up
1: for these leaders. What should be the end result of one of these small groups? So they've gone through this six weeks of study. The leaders learned all these tips. The group has opened up and become vulnerable. What is our goal for their next step
0: after that? You know, so I'm going to give a number of options there. One is you could just say, hey, this is the end. It's over. It's done. You know, we had a great time and that's it that's certainly one option. And if that happens, that's okay. You've had some time together. You've had this experience, and that's awesome. So if it ends, man, we still feel like it's a win. But there's some other ways that this could keep going. One is that um, if you guys have success with this, and there are several guys who participated that want to keep going in some way, Man, pick up another study of some sort. Do a video study. Do, do a book study. Study a book of the Bible. Man, get in touch with us because I, I encourage guys all the time to study the book of James together. It's short. Guys love short books. Um, I can put a resource out there for you that will help you be effective in in studying the Bible together. Um, and so one, one outcome would be that you guys would continue to meet together, and we can help you continue to lead that group. Another outcome, which I like even more, is that if a couple of guys would say, my goodness, if you can do this, Fred, then I can do it. And so I would love to hear more guys say, well, I'm going to do this in my backyard, at my fire pit. And so we begin to see groups multiplying and guys getting to the place where they can lead groups. They begin to feel comfortable. They get some coaching. They get some encouragement. They get some tools, get some resources, and see the Lord using them to invest in the lives of other men. You know, Caden, we've talked about this. True discipleship doesn't really happen until the guy you're discipling becomes someone who's discipling someone else. So it's, it's multiplication of the kingdom that we want to see.
1: Awesome. That's that's incredible. So yeah, guys, we encourage you, do this study, seek to multiply it. And uh, as we close, Mike, because we didn't want to take up too much time, but yeah. what are some final encouragements you'd have for the group leader and then also for the person that's just attending um,
0: yeah. to as they start this study? You know what? I Again, I have guys all the time who say, uh, Mike, I just don't think I could do this. And it's just not true. You could sit down. Listen, the very first session is about Moses encountering the burning bush. And the big message behind session one is how does God get your attention? Guys, we, we are equipping you. We're helping you have a very meaningful conversation around a fire, at a fire pit, in your backyard with some other men who, who may be wrestling with some things to just talk about how does God get your attention? And it it could be as easy as kicking that conversation off. And can I tell you that inertia is real. The hardest part is getting started. And if you would invite a couple of guys to be part of a conversation like that, and you begin to develop the skills of how to lead that sort of experience, then I think you're going to see God use you to stir the hearts of other men and draw them to himself. But I think you're also going to find yourself becoming more confident more secure in what your what your understanding of your calling is, and just you're going to delight in the Lord using you to do His work in His kingdom. And so, uh, guys, don't let the fact that you've never done anything like this or you're, you don't know if anyone would participate, take a risk. Get out there, take a risk, and give it a shot. If only one guy shows up, man, you can have a truly exciting, and um, God-ordained experience investing in one other guy. So don't let any of those barriers that Satan would put in front of you inhibit you from saying, yes, I will take a step and lead this, uh, this Meet Me at the Fire study.
1: Absolutely. Well, guys, we are cheering for you. We're excited for you. We want you to get out there and do this to uh, see more men discipled and the church grown and multiplied. And to do that, to help you get started in the description of this podcast, we're going to include a code that will give it to you for half off uh, just to get you started, get you going with a group because uh, we want to bless you with this and really see um, men be discipled and be encouraged around a fire pit. So thank you, Mike, for answering those questions. And uh, we look forward to the next episode and resuming our normal talks on
0: the Noble Man Podcast. Awesome. Caden, thanks so much. Hey, I want to say one other thing, guys. If you do this, don't forget, take some photos, give us some feedback, tell us what's going on. Uh, We really do think this could be a cool way to see the kingdom multiplied as men say yes to leading some other men and discipling them around a fire plate. So God bless you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in.